0: this is business women australia podcast featuring industry leaders who bring their wealth of expertise from diverse areas to help you build a successful business now onto the show and welcome to another episode of business women australia podcast I'm your host Anne-Marie Cross. Now joining me on today's show is Fiona Yu. Fiona is the director of PGY Consultants. She's an accredited consultant with the Proctor Gallagher Institute that was established by the legendary Bob Proctor and Sandy Gallagher. Now Fiona originated from Northern China and came to Australia via Edith Cowan University. That was over two decades ago. She holds an MBA She is the managing director of Merino Co., the largest Merino wool products and luxury knitwear manufacturer here in Australia. And she enjoys investing in many areas. Now, having run multiple businesses, Fiona felt she never knew why she succeeded outrageously in some and failed miserably in others until undertaking the Procter Gallagher program. Now, she says success, that is not a secret. In fact, it's a system for all of her successes. She has been following the system unconsciously and for all of those failures that she's had, she's been working against the system. Now with this system, she says, I have transformed my results in every area of my life and it's my mission and passion. This is what Fiona says to help others do the same. Now on today's show, Fiona's going to share no matter where you start, You can get to live your dream life if you dare to dream and persist She's going to talk about to live a truly fulfilled life You need to extend out and help more people live a better life to purpose with or to the purpose with your business And also success is not a secret. It's following that system. Let's see if we can get her to share what that is Welcome to the show Fiona All
1: right. Thank you, Emery. That was a lovely introduction Hi, everyone
0: you have got such a wonderful wealth of knowledge, expertise, and what I love about what you're going to share today. I mean, as you've said, there are opportunities that you've been involved in that have gone really well, really successful. And then there's been other um, projects that you've worked on and opportunities that haven't quite had the success. And you've been able to compare the both and now really reflect on, well, what was there? What was what was the things that you did really well and, and you want to continue to do? And what were the things that perhaps weren't as successful? But overall, and I believe that, you know hindsight. what we learned from our past is the greatest teacher before we dive into everything that you're going to share what would be one greatest lesson that you believe you've learned from the diverse experience that we've just shared in the introduction
1: okay if we have if it has to come down to one thing then it has to come back to the purpose in your life
0: Mm. and when you say purpose in your life would you say that looking back when you initially had some of your involvements you weren't clear on purpose so much did that come later and if that's the case what was some of the things that you did that helped you get clear on your purpose because purpose is something I think many of us struggle with what is my purpose
1: yeah yeah that is uh, fair enough I certainly have a understanding on that as well. For many years, I didn't know my purpose as well. That is why, um, because I've always, I've always been running multiple businesses, and you mentioned also in the introduction that um, I've been quite successful in some of my uh, ventures, adventures and I just felt so miserably in others. It is all because, you know, if we don't have a clear purpose, that is to say, you know, what we truly want out of life. And then we tend to, you know, come on to all these different opportunities that um, jump onto us and get into it. And then um, if it's not something that we truly love to do, we tend to um, use our, I would say, use our our, uh, mind wrongly sometimes. Mm -hmm. So that really makes um, a big difference in whether we are going to succeed or fail at the end.
0: Yeah, I love that. So for people who are not clear on their purpose, really get clear on that because that can often be the guiding star, isn't it? That's the thing that really drives you forward and keeps you focused because I'm sure like many other businesses, there's, Opportunities, there's pursuits, so many, and it's really knowing well, what really fits in with my purpose? What do I need to be focusing on right now to be able to get me closer to those goals? Now, one of the things that you want to share a little bit more about today, Fiona, is no matter where we start, you get to live your dream life if you dare to dream and persist. Now let's talk about dreaming, which is really around, I guess, vision. What's your vision? What goals do you have? How many of us are not achieving that because maybe there's some fear around dreaming too big what if it's not possible for me so i'd love for you to share a little bit more around how do we dream big how do we dare to do to dream big dreams
1: (laughs) okay um the reason why i want to share um that topic today is um because I, i would like to start sharing um uh, from how I started, basically to why, where I am, if that's okay, I guess that that's
0: will. Um, beautiful.
1: Okay, So I guess that will um, show why I wanted to, you know, I'm so resonant with that um, topic today. So um, I was growing up and uh, uh, graduated from the in the Mongolia region of China, mm. from a very, very the most remote village in the most pro- remote province in China. And um, throughout growing up, basically, we, we just had nothing. You know, talking about nothing, you know, it's absolutely nothing. I'm talking about no no running water, no electricity, you know, no nothing. A family of six of us was living in the house, well, in the room, I would say, like smaller than my current kitchen. So that is how how, how we grow up. And, wow. and now, you know, looking back, I constantly reflect on, how I got to where I am today, whereas, you know, obviously most of the people that I grew up with, they haven't ended up being where I am. Mm -hmm. And actually to a large extent, they are still living, you know, the the life that I was living before. So I just, um, I reflect a lot and I thought how I became who I am today, you know, one of the most important attributes that I've got is that I always had the desire and I, I just dare to dream because it's not easy to dream big, especially when you are surrounded with people who literally have nothing. You know, they don't even know what a dream is. You know, and then um, that is something that um, I appreciate a lot that I always dare to dream, and but more importantly, I acted on the dream and I persisted persisted on my dream. So that is so important that for every one of us, no matter where we are, you know, we can't change how how where we are born and how you know in what kind of circumstances that they were born. Yes. But we we can definitely all control, you know, how we wanna think and how we wanna dream, because you mm. know no one can um, uh cause us not to think what we don't wanna think. That's just <laughs> <So, right. laughs> <laughs> so think yeah. That's true. I
0: love that you've shared that story because, you know, someone may be listening or watching the recording and thinking, yeah, well, Fiona, you've had so many opportunities, yet when we hear you reflect on where you started, I, I mean, you you shared two things. Firstly, you dared to dream. You dared to dream. And secondly, you said you took action. You just didn't sit back. And, you know, sometimes it's the active thought of dreaming those dreams that things start to happen. So I wonder if you go back and I just reflect over the introduction that we said that you originated from Northern China, you came to Australia via Edith Cowan University and that was over two decades ago. So when you were dreaming as that young as that, that young woman then, was there an opportunity that came up? What was going on for you back then that you you had that opportunity then to get involved with Edith Cowan then, the university? Is that what happened?
1: Yes. Yes, again, it come, really comes back to the dream because um, after I graduated from uni, uh, which is also in, in Mongolia, and you know, most of people around back then, like 20 years ago in that environment, most people would think it's, it would be very good if you can find a, a good job. And mm-hmm. I was offered a, a position in the uni where I was studying, you know, to be a lecturer and that it was, you know, it was many people's dreams, I would say. But for me, I thought my life is meant to be more. <laughs> so, you know, so I was searching, and that's what also what happens when you when you search, you seek, you will find you know i was I was dreaming of you know, going out and look at the outside world, but because I had never left in the Mongolia by then after I graduated from uni, and then, You know, by my searching, I found that it is common university in WA was actually, um, they have only just started recruiting international students. And they are in talks with, you know, another uni about recruiting some Chinese students to um, ECU. And I just jumped on the opportunity, you know, straight away. But of course, um, back in my dream, were my, you know, my lovely parents, they, yeah, they just, they just supported me unconditionally. So yeah. that's
0: how I... It's so important, isn't it, to be able to have people around you to support you because you can have these dreams and I'm assuming that you are sharing those dreams with your, your parents as, as well. And it, it's so important, I think, to be able to be mindful of who you share your dreams with because there may be some people, not in your case, of course, with your parents, but there may be some people that you share your dream with and there's nothing worse than people that will say to you, well, that's just impossible. For some of us, that actually becomes a driving force, doesn't it? We'll just watch, that that kind of thing that we think we'll just watch. So when you think about some of the other uh, things through your life, have you seen a commonality or, or a common thread that when it comes to the success that you've had, it always started with a dream, not just a dream, but a big dream? taking actions, doing research, and then all of a sudden, you know, opportunities were opening up because of the fact that you took took those steps. Is that something that you can see consistently happening out th- throughout your career?
1: Yeah, definitely. You are absolutely on point, Emory. Um For not only myself but for every successful people that I have surrounded myself with, you know, one thing that's in common is that these people, they, they all dream big and um, they don't, they don't really um, get influenced much by the naysayers around them. You are so right just now that, you know, we need to really be a bit careful of who we share our dream with. Because remember, most people are not tough enough to just, you know, go solo and uh, to go achieve their dreams. We're so influenced by, um, you know, the environment and the people around us. but. Um, Yeah, that's definitely a common attribute that the successful people have.
0: Yeah. Something else, as, as I'm hearing you share the story, because you were saying that, you know, no one that you knew back in your, you know, your hometown had actually gone and paved the way. And it reminded me of a story where, and I'm sure you've heard of this too, no one even believed That anyone could run a one minute mile and then when someone broke that barrel broke that record all of a sudden other people were thinking Oh, well, maybe it's possible and then record after record was broken so is that something else that when you're thinking about having a, a goal and maybe some of the experiences that you've had, not only have you dreamed, you've actually gone and done things and or, or asked questions or sought opportunities where no one else has really gone before you. You've challenged the status quo and it takes a level of, of character, of, of perseverance, It doesn't it, if you, you are going before and, and paving the way, yes?
1: Wow, well, jeez, tell me about it. And um, coming back to how I came to Australia, you know, before I came to Australia, remember I was growing up in, in the Mongolia, which, and not only, not in the big cities being the Mongolia, but a remote village in, in the Mongolia. I have never taken a flight. So flying to Australia is my first time to to see an airplane, air, uh, airplane and fly over. Basically no one, I have never, before that, I have never seen a person like a foreign person, someone who speaks English and no, it's like, It's absolutely a dream to everybody, but uh, I, I, yeah.
0: Did you, uh, at that stage, know English? Had you as a child had to learn the the English language or was that quite new for you as well?
1: Well, we've been learning some English uh, from uh, year seven, but remember we were taught by people who don't speak English, (laughs) like, (laughs) so even if my English was a bit better than most other, by my peers, but still, when I came to Australia, because back then uh, we didn't need to um, take the Aus test for the um, for uh, degrees here, mm. I have to admit that for the first, almost for the first year, I didn't quite understand what the lecture was saying. You know, <laughs> you know they've got such a strong. Australian
0: accent and plus their slurs. you <laughs> <laughs> just, I just politely in, in class and just absorbed as much as you could. I, I love that. You know, as, <laughs> and, and we're going to we're going to ask you in a moment. You know, some of the other things that you have recognised that you consistently do. But it really goes to show that there's this tenacity, there's this resilience. Because I'm sure within the journey of entrepreneurship, in the journey of of uh, new experiences. It really is just embracing everything. But what are some of the things that you have learned that there are opportunities that you will endeavour to follow through, but they didn't get the, the results? In some in some instances, what we can do is then have us, oh, you know what, I'm not going to try again because, you know, failure, that F word. I believe that failure is just feedback and it can you know, give you um, the ability to learn and, and develop. But share a little bit about some of the learnings that you've now had that have supported you as you've gone through and had opportunities that didn't go very well and, and others that obviously did. What was the greatest learnings around some of the things that didn't go so well?
1: Okay. Now with what I know now, I look, I look back and I know I can pinpoint exactly how things go wrong. Mm. you know, it all comes comes from our mind. Like everything it originates from our mind. Um, I would say that for all the successes that I've had, in those situations back then, I basically believed firmly that I could I could achieve it, I can make it. And therefore I my actions and that all all showed that. It all reflected in my actions and as a result, like then it showed in my results. But for the circumstances, like the cases where I failed, it was all because of our own analysis and logic towards that situation and condition. And then in our mind, it it reflected negativity. It reflected, um, basically we didn't believe it could happen, and we didn't expect it to happen. And you know what? As a result, it didn't happen. It was a failure. (laughs)
0: you know it's interesting that you picked that up and i and and i think it's so useful that you did so what do you do now when because i'm sure by the sounds of it i'm sure you've got plans you've got dreams you've got potential projects and even running with projects now what do you do if you ever find yourself up against not maybe a misbelief or or disbelief i should say but rather some doubt there are there things that you now do is that a trigger, if you will, for, okay, so let's take a step back. What is it that I need to know? Do I need to get more team around me? What are the steps that you take to enable you to address that concern, that doubt, so that it doesn't inhibit you to continue to move forward? Do you have a success plan against that too now?
1: <laughs> yes, I sort of do with, with what, what I know now. But, I, you know, I it's not that I always know this, but I do know now so for whatever you know as you said nowadays with all this information and um, we all have so many opportunities jump at us uh, so what i do now is that i look at every opportunity and i ask myself is this in harmonious with my purpose you know coming back to purpose if it is then i'm gonna you know pursue that opportunity but remember that when we are trying to go out and uh, pursue a big opportunity, things don't look very obvious that this is going to happen because if you know everything, then it's not probably a good opportunity for, for you to really grow. And so as a result, the opportunity that we take are the, the ones, basically it's a dream at this that stage, initial stage, when we look at the opportunity, it's, all, it's almost like a dream. So as a result, we don't see the clear path of how we are going to, achieve that but that is fine that is normal so what we need to do is is to not to doubt not to worry but to keep putting this you know vision that you you have how you want this opportunity to where you want this opportunity to end and put that vision in your mind then you only think how you're gonna achieve that instead of thinking anything of any excuse of why you can't do that that's
0: how else I said I on that yeah I love that I love that because the distraction or the doubt or whatever becomes a distraction isn't it and you've just confirmed have the dream have that vision in front of you and let that drive you forward let that be what you're focusing on and it's so true and I'm sure you've had situations where you have been so focused and then all of a sudden a resource shows up an answer shows up a person who can contribute to an area that maybe you had a question and you're not so strong on in that area and they can support you in achieving that. Now, something else that you would love to share a little bit more on, which I think is so beautiful, you said to live a truly fulfilled life, you need to extend out and help more people to live a better life and to tie that purpose in with your business. Share a little bit more about this, Fiona.
1: Okay. Um, So again, I'd like to uh, come back to my own experience and why I, uh, at the end, had that purpose. But I guess for us human beings in general, we all would love to um, help others and contribute to the society. But to me, it's especially so because I shared at the beginning how I um, grew up and how I came to who I am today. So um, as a result, I really want to share what I've learned from my own journey and experiences and then um, go back to those people who are not as fortunate as us um, to get to know, get to expose to, uh, you know, the systems and the processes that people should follow to create a dream life for themselves.
0: Mm -hmm. And when, when you look back to the people that you've supported, it almost becomes like... Um, people paying it forward, doesn't it? I'm sure you've looked back in people that supported you in your history and whether it be a resource, sharing something, whatever it is, opening doors to you. Because there's such gratitude there for that support that you've had, you want to to pay that forward. And it reminds me, it ties beautifully into everything that you're talking about, you know, really focus on that dream. Continue to take action, continue to allow that to focus you forward and continue to help others as you go along. And is that kind of contributing back to people that perhaps were still in your community and and sharing um, some of the things that you've now been able to experience? Because you're almost like planting a seed, aren't you? that maybe may, it's possible for Fiona, I wonder if it's possible for me. So you're kind of going forward and, and sharing that. Hang on a minute. Yeah, Yes, it is. Is that kind of the things that you also do, that you're talking about?
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You you mentioned um, gratitude just now. It just, it's something that I do every day. Every day, the first thing I start, um, the, I start my morning by uh, listing 10 things that I'm grateful for. You're so right that I felt so grateful because I couldn't be who I am today, be where I am today without the people that supporting me along like my way. Of course, it started with my parents who, you know, who who they have never been overseas like before I came. And they just believed that if if I wanted to, um, to go experience something, they would just do everything for me and supported me. <clears throat> but uh, mm-hmm. of course... During my many years running businesses and that there are so many people you know it's things just as i mentioned just now things are not clear if especially when you want to go create something brand new that uh, you or no one else around you have created the path is not clear but you know one thing leads to another people will show up the resources will show up the ideas will come to you and you know the thing will just the good things will just keep happening if you focus on um you know be great um, being grateful all the time and also um, keep your mind you know focused on your dream
0: yeah uh, one of the things that i mentioned in your introduction and that was that you are the managing director of merino own co which is the largest merino wool products and luxury knitwear manufacturer in Australia and I would imagine that part of that role of course as well is influencing as a leader of of that organization the team around you. Have you noticed that as you continue to really understand what your purpose is to live that purpose and I can really see that you live and breathe that and your team can see, and the other leaders that 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 are around you can really see that that that's rubbed off on your leadership team, and that's trickled down throughout the organization. Have you seen that happen?
1: Geez, big times, <laughs> big <laughs> times. So the reason I'm so passionate about you know the uh, coaching programs that Bob Proctor and Sandy Gelder developed was because not only because I'm a client myself of the material, but also because. I keep using this material every day, in every way, you know, in every area of my life, not only in my family, but as you mentioned in my business as well. Like I remember very clearly before I um, got into this material, I always wanted, you know, my team to, you know, it's sort of like an ego thing. I want my team to say that I'm a good leader. (laughs) But after I got into this, I realize that you know the uh, exceptional leader should be a leader that draws the best out of your people and make them to feel that they are the best so that's exactly what i'm doing now and you know my team they are growing so much with me together you know every day and we have such a pleasant uh, working environment and and it's just fabulous
0: (laughs) it's almost infectious isn't it Uh, success breeds success um, and and the approach that you now adopt it, it just I, I could that's why I asked the question I cannot imagine that with your passion and you know sense to to really live out the purpose and the fact you know around gratitude and around helping others and you know you do that not from as you said an ego driven but you know that it's going to bring out the best in others it creates a kind of environment that begets others that want to do the same and so you know what better way and especially why I ask that too is for time as we are in now, there are many challenges that business are now faced with that they've never had to be faced with before. And it reminds us how important as leaders, even though we may not have all of the answers and don't have all of the answers, what's so important is that the attitude that we have as leaders, the approach that we have as leaders is one that continues to really believe with the the truth of belief, if that's a you know saying, that there is a way. We just need to find a different way and, and, and approach, and I'm sure that you see that every day with the team. Yes.
1: Well, definitely, Emory. You you're just you. Uh, it's spot on that you just mentioned attitude. That's everything, and that is such a a fundamental um, attribute for a, a true leader. Because uh, unless we, as a leader, you know, in whatever situation it is, we. We have to maintain positive, looking out for the the good, the positive, no matter, you know, what happens outside. And then only by then, you know, our our team can, you know, uh, passionately follow us and go achieve that big vision that we've got. Mm.
0: Well, one of the things that you said, and I just want to highlight that, and then perhaps as we finish the show off, there may be a couple of other insights around how you say it's following a system. Would you say that there are things that you've adopted in that system that you've created and some of the things that and insights you've already shared I think are valuable for all of us, but recognising that you know each of us as leaders, even our team, there are different styles and approaches that we use. Some people love to have things organized, others love the creativity and spontaneity. It's recognizing that there are systems, there are steps to take, but also being aware of what our unique strengths and giftings and style is so that we can you know, combine, unite the best of all of those and and deliver, you know, and um, and generate results. So thinking back to some of the things that you've said, but maybe a couple of other points that you want to share around success is not that secret. It's following a system, especially for someone who says, well, we don't actually have a system, Fiona. Where do we start to put one
1: together? Okay, good question, Emery. Uh, First of all, I will not stress that um, this system is not, uh, created by me, it is uh, created by Bob Proctor, who is a global leader in human potential, and Sandy Gallagher, who uh, was a uh, very uh, renowned Wall Street lawyer. So together they have created this uh, coaching program. So what we, the system that I, I am talking about here, it's not the um, uh, operational system that we uh, adopt at workplace. We are actually talking about the system of how to use your mind. So I'm not sure whether you guys heard of um, what a paradigm is.
0: Mm-hmm. We'll share it in case people haven't <laughs> what, what does it yeah. mean when you define paradigm?
1: Okay. All right. So paradigm is a mental set of programs that's stored in our subconscious mind, which is controlling almost all of our habitual behavior. And almost 96 to 98% of all our behavior are habitual. So that is, if you think it, you know, probably that is to say that only two to four percent of the time that we think consciously, and for the rest of the time we are just on autopilot. Wow. You know, if you um, start, um, uh, sorry, what what is the word? If you uh, start from tomorrow and and. Uh, really notice the people yourself or the people that's living with you mm-hmm. you can almost see their routine you know they don't have to think con- like consciously they get up and they just get on to do things um that they go they do yeah. so that is to say that you know in this this mental program this so-called paradigm basically determines our results in life in every single area so um if we want a different results if we really want to go create the results that we want in our life. We must replace this paradigm. We must replace this program with a new one so that we can uh, go create that results that we dream about.
0: Yeah, I love that. If we're not getting the right results or the results that we want, change the paradigm. In fact, get a completely new one. And sometimes it can be starting off just differently. You know, those habits that you say that you're talking about, we may not even know that. But sometimes what we can do is, you know, if we, uh, just this is just an an analogy, but it's very simple, but it goes to show that we do things just quite unconsciously. You know, if you are tended to be right-handed, instead of writing with your right hand, right with your left, if you butter your bread with your right hand, do it with the left. And there's almost like this awkwardness, isn't isn't it? But if we yes. can start to challenge some of those habitual things which we just take for granted it goes to show that we can actually challenge and change some of the things that we don't even realize are happening in the background the the whole un- unconscious mind I think is a fascinating uh topic because many people don't realize that actually you know we think consciously I think what was the percent again it was quite quite minimal two to four percent or four to six percent you were saying with the conscious four oh. percent yeah that's 24%. right, so you think 90, 96% uh, of, of what we do is driven by unconscious, uh, and a lot of those paradigms are, are driven un, unconsciously, so amazing, amazing. So, Fiona, if people want to find out more about you, about your work, how can they connect with you, what is the best way?
1: Okay, so my company is called PGY Consultants. Uh, people can, yeah, you can reach for me um, reach me with um my email it is fiona at pgyconsultants.com.au or um, you can call my office um to to get to me yeah. um i just wanna I wanna comment on what you shared just now emery it's so correct what you said just now it is so unconscious you know we don't even notice what we do a lot of the times yeah. so but again as you said it's um, it's gonna it's gonna be uncomfortable uncom- changing that your analogy is just so good. Yeah, uh, you know you. using your the hand that you are not uh, normally using. So imagine that some small things like that can make us feel so embarrassed and awkward, but thinking about changing this paradigm that is formed right from when we are in our mother's womb, probably till where this they got influenced by you know society, schools, work, everything. And it's been there for so long. So it's not going to be too easy to change and that's mm-hmm. that's how uh, you know we come to help with the yeah. the program that that's being developed yeah.
0: Yeah, so share a little bit more about that. I mean, we've obviously given you an opportunity to share how you're using the system and how uh, you've been able to influence the teams that you've been involved with, but t- talk a little bit about your consultancy and some of the services and programs that you run, especially for someone who may be listening and thinking, you know what, Fiona, I think that I'm. some of the paradigms that run the way I do things need to be changed. So what are some of the work and support that you can help them with?
1: Okay, so basically for anyone who's listening, if you want to know if your paradigm is right or if you got, you know, uh, the, the right paradigm, you only need to look at your results. If you are not happy with the results that you've got, that is to say that there is a problem in your paradigm and then you need to change. And what we do is to, um, as I mentioned, Bob uh, Proctor and Sandy Gallagher, they've developed this program. I mean, so this program is designed to help people to change their paradigms so that they can have their paradigms consistent with what they want. So I wanna um, uh, extend a bit further in the uh, paradigm. So basically within this paradigm, it contains things like who we think we are, what we think we can achieve, you know, how much money we think we can make or how much, you know, what is our value and things like, and also our logic and the, reality that we see in our own eyes so that all determined our results at the end so um we've got various programs but um i myself has been a client of of, um, a signature program it's um, it's a six month coaching program the reason why some people may think gee that's a long time but um remember the paradigm has been there for so long It's being formed subconsciously. It's very stubborn there. It's not going to change overnight. Even if you know you need to change it, that doesn't mean that you're going to change it. And it's not easy to change. That's why it's a six-month coaching program. And during during the six months, Bob Proctor, Sandy Gallagher, and myself will be teaching you together. Mm -hmm. And my, my role is to be... A mentor. You know, you get unlimited mentoring from me for the six months, so that I can truly guide you through the program, hold your hands, hold you accountable, teach you, guide you, and more importantly, answer all your questions and um, you know, uh, and doubts and worries, etc. Um, this is not a program like the traditional program um, to teach people more knowledge because you know we've got enough no- knowledge already. Our mm-hmm. issue lies in that we don't apply our knowledge in our own life. So the what I love this program the most is that it teaches us not only about the theory, but it also teaches us how to apply into our own life straight away. Yeah. And that's how it benefited my, organi- of course, my family and my kids and everybody, but more importantly to my organization. To apply it into my teams straight away, and then everything everything has changed. It's just mm-hmm. transformed the results.
0: Yeah, such a, a great um, testimonial, and to to live that out. You know, I love the way that you've reminded us. Look, there is information, and there is a plethora of information on the internet, and I'm sure that we've we've learned and we've read. But there's a big difference when we take that knowledge and start to apply that. And you've shared through your story and journey a beautiful confirmation of what can happen when you challenge the paradigms that don't support you and replace them with paradigms that do. And not only are you able to generate success through your own actions and the relationships and the gratitude and the extending of support to those around you, but it trickles through to the team as well. So one more time, Fiona, can you share the web address and your email address one more time?
1: Okay. So the address is um, P-G-Y, so basically P for um, Proctor, G for Gallagher, Y for Yue, my surname is Yue, consultants.com.au. And my email is Fiona at pgyconsultants dot com dot au.
0: Fantastic. Well, please reach out to to Fiona. I'm sure she's more than happy to have a chat or one of her team members to have a chat uh, a little bit more if you've got some questions. But thank you so much for coming on the show, sharing your journey and your story. And of course, uh, supporting others who recognise that they have themselves got some incredibly big dreams. And they need to get clear on that purpose so that they can continue to move forward. And start to really actualise and and to succeed in those areas that they have been working so hard towards. And we thank you for coming and sharing that on the show today, Fiona.
1: Yes, thank you so much, Emery. I'm really grateful and honoured to be here sharing with everybody.
0: You've been listening to Business Women Australia podcast. Want to become part of a dynamic collective of women who are passionate about business success and personal growth? Go to businesswomenaustralia.com.au forward slash membership to apply. That's businesswomenaustralia.com.au forward slash membership.